Hey guys, it's David here, back in with another episode of the Sarah Palsy and Fitness Podcast. Here I have Mr. Doug Setter, who's a former uh, drill instructor turned motivational speaker, and he's going to share with us some techniques on on uh, stomach flattening, some experiences he's had as far as um, that, as far as his uh, his background, his profession, and also getting into fitness. So, Doug, welcome. Thanks for having me, David. It's just an honor, honor to meet you and, and, and be on this, uh, this I, meeting. I know. I'm excited as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning about your your experience and your, your background. So feel free to share a little bit about how you got into, uh, I guess, the very beginning of your fitness journey, so to say, and your motivational speaking. Well, I, I was originally one of the, as an active kid, but um, during my teen years, I was kind of one of those uh, underweight, uh, you know, skinny kids who couldn't quite make the, the sports team and, and was always, you know, kind of got the, the brunt of uh, some bullying. So I, was, I started studying strength building and started studying martial arts. And as a once constant struggle up, up the food chain. And so I joined the army and, and I remember I was a Morse code operator in the middle of nowhere. And I, I remember answering, believe it or not, I, I found an ad in the Soldier Fortune magazine and it was about vitamins. And so I started taking vitamins. And so I, I stopped drinking beer and then I started exercising more and then I started meditating. And then I noticed I get stronger and my focus got better. So that I, I, I got out of Morse code operating, became a radio operator, eventually a paratrooper, marathon runner. Then I got my butt kicked one night in the bar. Oh, so that's man. it. <laughs> it happens hey young man you know it so i said that's it not gonna happen again so i i took up kickboxing and i trained hard and hard i'd say a little extreme but uh <clears throat> eventually things started falling in and, and I, I did things i was scared to do before I, I got in the ring in front of you know 600 spectators i i uh, <clears throat> i kept uh joining the army reserves and started parachuting again with the military and i did uh, some a lot of physical things, but I did all these things I was afraid to, and this helped me <clears throat> later on go to school, go to university because I was a bad student, but I, I learned the discipline of how to motivate yourself to sit down and study and, and, and write, and then eventually that expanded other parts of my life too. But uh, uh, I, the biggest thing was, was being having the confidence in yourself and, and becoming stronger and fitter, and, and you... And, and when I did it to other people, I know with army recruits, I know you can do this. And I've had a guy say, oh, well, I'm just an F up. No, you aren't. No, that's, I don't want to hear that. Get down and give me 25 more. And, and then I, and, and people came up to me years later and they're very happy that I was able to help them start to, to you know, achieve what, and do things they didn't think they could do. Do you think they, do you think the, the, uh, the military has something to do with I guess you having that discipline and that confidence to help um those kind of get ahead and did that did um when you first got into the military did you did you experience like shock at all like were you like man I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this this is like extreme like out of the ordinary you know well no you're absolutely right because I I I I just came off um a student uh, exchange program in Japan and I, and I had my appendix up. And this is the first time I learned about, you know, the importance of abdominal muscles. 
And when I came home, I did this, it was like a, a summer course. It was, it was in a full-time military, but well, yeah, they stuck it to me right off the get-go. Like if you were late, you paid for it. If you didn't have your clothes properly ironed, you paid for it. And, and I stopped making excuses because when I went to school, I could always say, oh yeah, well, I lost my paper. Oh, well, I was, you know, I missed the bus. And no, they wouldn't take excuses. And that's what I admired. So I went later on and joined the full-time army. And no, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. You, they told you to do something. You figured it out really fast. Or you found somebody help you, and you you did it, or you know, or else, like yeah, it's it's like it's like it's like what parents say: you do it or you do it. Yeah, yeah, it's either my way or my way. And like, oh, okay, and I, you know what? I I think it's the greatest thing. It's uh, I didn't like it at the time, but you you find something within yourself when you're scared or you're proud whatever you figure it out really quick and you 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 push past the um self-doubt you push past the pain you push past all these little trivial things and and it's cool you, you look back and go wait a minute i just did that speaking about um you know discipline and things like that how, how do you feel about today's generation of of kids in our society and the way that they're kind of being raised up and as far as that's concerned don't get me started. I just, it's just brutal. I, I, you know, kids in general, not so bad. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just, uh, I don't know where I'm at. I, I can't stand seeing a 23 year old who is in front of a computer all day doing nothing and complains or he's too scared to go, you know, to the, the food store. I, I'm disgusted at this in our youth. Uh, having said that, I'm, I'm really impressed with I've seen people, the other extreme, like my friend's daughter set a world record biking, you know, like she's just the That's other awesome. extreme. There's so much opportunity now to be healthy. Like in my day, it was you're either on a sports team or you weren't. And they would just kind of ignore you otherwise. Where here, there's so many different things you can do. So I, yeah, I like to see something change because the, the average young person, they don't have the drive or the fit or the pride, I think you call it. The mental, the mental mindset to, to get up and get going, you know. It is. And, you know, the funny thing is, it doesn't just have to do with the technology. It has to do with the parents and how they're raised at home, you know, as well. I, I environment. Totally. I, I'm a divorced dad, and I, I took my daughter out to the track one time. <laughs> it was drama but i got her to run 10 laps and we went to we went on a shopping trip after but it was she she wasn't too happy with it but she did it and i said well look honey look what you did and she was i almost died she insisted she almost died and I, oh, no. but she she still did it and i remember taking uh friends of mine actually i was training uh, uh who was i training? i took them up this place called gross mountain in vancouver and oh, the drama, the drama. But it's funny, later on, the parents told me, oh, they're bragging to their friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and and they, they will brag hard. They will brag in the end. They will say, oh, you think you had it tough. Well, I was with, you know, Sergeant Center, or we did the, we did the Grouse Mountain, or we, we did this. It's actually funny later on. Yeah, it's, that's always good. You know, sometimes it takes that little push to kind of get things going, you know? Sure. 
Well, in case well, one time we we <clears throat> we're we're um we're training some recruits and you got a load on your back, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds. And the young guy says, Sergeant, he says, I can't breathe. I go, what do you mean you can't breathe? He goes, well, I can't breathe. And so I would chat with him for a while. I go, well, you know, they're uh, blogging. So we've been walking for about 10 minutes. And uh, are you, you still can't breathe? He goes, well, feels like I can't breathe. And I go, look back there. Look how far you went. We're not breathing. And he goes, well, it, it, it feels kind of difficult. I go, that, yeah, and you're going to push through it, aren't you? Because, well, yeah, okay. And later on, you know, you can see the change. You started getting this look, kind of the look, eh? Like, yeah, you know, bring it on. But it was funny that they get that tipping point. And either I, I, I convince them or I don't. And he stuck it out. Good soldier, you know. And it was so great to see at the end of the summer, his, his family would show up to see him graduate. And they're all so proud of him whatnot but but I, I like to think i i maybe help that guy's life somewhat yeah you know um like i like i said you know people people like you know drone instructors teachers people that are in community work that help make you know not just a a difference in child's or an adult's life but any anybody's life is 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 worth it you know and and um you know it's, it's a shame that sometimes it's overlooked you know it's overlooked like the kind of work that we do you know yeah, you know what? It, I, I read a book um, by Gavin DeBecker. He was a, he's a he's a security specialist for the uh, uh, a lot of celebrities, and he said, you know, he had a bad childhood, but all it took was that one teacher, that one adult that he looked up to or gave him the time of day. And and I've talked to people, and even myself, there's I had a couple of role models, and that was that's all it took. I often thought, geez, you know if I did something wrong, I'd really just, I would, I would, um, I would let them down. And, and this is what, what as a kid, what I, I kept pushing myself to do things. So I always wanted to look good for that particular parent or, or adult that, that, uh, inspired me and gave me the time of day. Yep. It's, it's, all, it's always, uh, it's always about that, the time of day and, 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 and how, and how they can influence you. Um, what, do you do you plan on writing a book at all about your your experiences and I guess your your the program that you're doing for for stomach flattening? Yeah, I, I've written some books actually. Thanks for the, the opening. I, I wrote yeah. stomach yeah. flattening. I wrote one called Flat Gut After Fifty, and that's for um, people after fifty. And then and I would, a lot of my clients were, were women, so I wrote another one called Fit Fem After Fifty, and that explores a lot of of um, difficulties where it's you know hormonal problems uh, depression sleep sleep disruption um uh, relationships with food and things like that and it's been doing pretty good but yeah i i like to write something more about the young people and the experiences that that uh to kind of drive you from going to, to go in places and start developing more self-confidence yeah, I, I used to be myself. I was a, a Bruce sport athlete growing up with OTP. I actually did a baseball, I football, and a, I was also a, a cyclist. Or I was I used to do biking, and I used to be a I'm a former three time state champion in Florida and and biking actually from years ago. Wow, well done. Well, buddy of mine, Mike Fenespina, he used to actually make a living biking in, in France. And uh, he had his, his pelvis broken, the car hit him, 
and he took like I don't know 18 months to fully recover and the guy's still out there kicking butt he, he must be in his late 40s now early 50s but just amazing to come back like that yeah I actually um then after competing for the the uh four years winning the three titles I was actually back in uh 2010 2011 I was scouted by the Paralympic Committee up in Tampa to join uh to turn pro but at the time my body was already broken down and I was like you know uh they were they were they were getting ready to offer me a, a contract you know with with everything you know as far as uh, you know endorsements and all kinds of stuff and I said you know what college college you know your mind lasts forever I guess college is the next route so the next thing the next best thing for me to do is to find something where I can still make a difference and enjoy it wow and just leave sports behind that's hard it's a tough one to call that's a tough call man yeah, and I, st- I still I still stay active and I still train. I just don't compete anymore. Yeah, no, I, I've seen some of your videos. Uh, that's that's amazing. Like I said, I, I know people are perfectly, you know, able-bodied that don't. But wow, wow, that's a high-end biker. Jeez, my, that's. So what what do you do? Your bike, you just bite. What what what's what's your training regimen? I'm curious because I do a lot of uh, well. Right now, I've been doing a lot of body weight exercises. So I do body weight. I yeah, do resistance, yeah. resistance bands. Yeah. You know, I do uh, the medicine ball. And yeah. I also have a, a, a mat that I use, that I lay on the ground, and I do some stretching, some, uh, you know, some different raises, you know, with my legs and things like that. Because for me, for me, my, my disability is all about the right arm and the legs. So I try to focus on that. Right. And because my left arm is my good arm, so I don't have to really do much with this one. So, but focus on the areas where I'm, where I'm most weakest. So I just right. try to incorporate the workout that way. And then I also do uh, a jog around my neighborhood. So about a mile, a mile and a half. And then I head back home every day. So. Wow. That's cool. Well, I, I've gotten more and more into the kettlebell and your body alignment. And I've noticed I'm, I, because of injuries, my body's kind of gimped. So I have to, like you says, I have to. Uh, overcomp or look for those weaknesses and, and, and go for that body balance, the body line. This is for me. Um, you gotta train smart, I find. I'm 63 now, so I have to be a little smarter, warm up a little more, cool down a little more, and, and, and be able to suck back a bit of pride sometime. And I think I could, you know, push it. Yeah, well, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these athletes and people that work out in the gym. Uh, I learned the hard way because I've been I've been training for 13, 16 years, but I learned this the hard way. Now I was actually in the gym doing doing rows. They were about 130 pounds. So I, I went and I was about to do uh, I was about to do one more one more uh, one more rep. When I did the rep, I I for I forgot that you're not supposed to arch with your back. When I went with my when I went with my back, my back went out in the middle of the set and right. luckily luckily my friend was there so he he drove he drove us to the gym but I, I was like i was like dude i can't i can't move i can't move my back and 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 uh i i turns out i had pulled a muscle so i had to be home for a couple months and my doctor said next time do do less do less weight and more reps and so i've stuck with that ever since right on yeah well occasionally i i get i was i was doing some labor work and Occasionally, <clears throat> there's something big, and I I 
don't ask for help. So I get in there and I lift it myself. And, and then the next day I, I'm whatever, you know, I pulled something and I have to stretch it out and work back into it. So yeah, I get dialed back sometimes, uh, but that's, that's, I gotta know it. That's how, how else do you find out if you don't push yourself sometimes? Yeah. It's about, it's about quality over quantity, quantity, you know, that's what you gotta realize. And you know, one thing that the military did for me was, well, they test you. Like when we do paratrooper training, they take it to the extreme. And unfortunately, some people think they have to work out to the point of exhaustion. They have to work out the point of pain. And, and really, you don't. I found when I dialed back a bit, I got better. If you're just telling your body, I want, I need a little more out of you. And encourage the, the growth. You don't destroy the body. Like you, you don't want to completely trash it. No, you only have one body. You got to take care of it. Oh, for sure. And it's, it's, uh, it, it's funny because I'll, I'll watch. I remember a dude, he had this car and he was always, he was always putting down my car and he put everything into it. But in the end, his, his health was just going out. I know a few people this and it's, I said, dude, you know, you got to look after your health. And it was all about the car, the car. And I said, no, you, you sell the car, you know, get some medical help feed yourself properly, exercise. And unfortunately he's not with us anymore because he just, he, he killed himself with stress. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm always amazed that the people, they they put the, you know, their, their bodies and their health at low priority. Yeah, I had a, I, I've actually, I've actually trained a few friends uh, in the gym that have been wanting to start their, their journeys and I've been able to help them lose some weight. And, uh, it's amazing how many people come up to me like at the gym and they're they're like they're they're like you know I didn't expect to see someone like like you here working out and they're like all inspired and I'm just like you know I'm just like I'm just here just like you to do what I need to do to stay healthy because one of the things that I I, I I deal a lot with is the oh you're you're inspirational all the time and and it, and it's like to me it's like a normal thing you know going to the gym every day going to work every day but right. i feel like society tends to praise it more because they're not used to seeing someone like me you know being out in public and doing normal things well i i, I don't want to bore you but i'm sorry i think the same way because i like i said i see uh, lots of people making excuses all the time making excuses and someone like yourself you just like it's what you do i mean i have a friend um I, was I remember talking to her and she says yeah she had a tooth pulled and then she went to the austrian ironman competition like and it's like are you kidding me like what 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 the it's like yeah that's what we do and i've noticed that with with i've talked to former paratroopers um i, I have a friend of mine had a he was in a, afghanistan he had a bomb dropped on him and he survived and it's like he calls me up and he says i says what's up standing oh I'm going, uh, you know, I'm going hiking for three days. <laughs> Let's know what I'm about. Oh, okay, fine. But he, he, he had to go through all sorts of rehabilitation, but his, his attitude is, yeah, why wouldn't you move? Like, exactly. Why wouldn't you exercise? Why, why it's, and, and I, I guess you say the same thing, like, and myself too, I get, it's, well, why you push yourself? Well, why wouldn't you? It's, this is your machine. This is your, this is your Corvette, man. Why wouldn't you take it out for a spin? Exactly. Yeah. You got, you got to. You got to, man. So 
what what advice would you give um i guess someone that's trying to start their journey into fitness uh into building into building their self-esteem and their confidence overall i'd say get 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 a plan but start doing micro workouts like start doing that put the extra book in your backpack when you go to school park a little further away from the store take the stairs instead of the elevator during the day you can do two or three push-ups or do some exercise you can just do little bits and pieces till it, it gets better and better and just just keep doing it just keep doing it do do little bits at a time but keep keep a log write it down you don't have to be and you got to get away from this this perfectionism you don't have to be the olympic athlete you don't have to be the world's famous model to be improving yourself and give mm-hmm. yourself credit for doing these little increments and um can people i guess find you do you have like a website oh yeah sure sorry i should jump in there i'm I'm at dougsetter.com that's d-o-u-g-s-e-t-t-e-r.com yeah and i'll make sure to share that in the notes of our episode once i publish it so people can go and and uh i guess book you do do any like virtual do you do any virtual like oh yeah yeah i did that yesterday morning yeah it's i really enjoy it it's a lot of fun because we save a lot of time commuting and people, people I find a little more relaxed if they're training in their own homes than, than in the public. So it works really good. Yeah, we do, we do virtual online and, and uh, you know, chat it up, joke around and get into it, get the workout done. That's awesome. And, and what about your, what about your books? Where can they, I guess, well, purchase those? Can they purchase those? Yeah, you can get those on Amazon. The, the, the two popular ones right now are the Flat Gut After 50. And the uh, Fit Femme After 50, those are uh, most popular right now. I'm getting another one coming out soon. I'm going to call it Flat Gut After COVID. And so, uh, yeah, thank, thanks for the, um, the introduction there. Of course. You know, I, I like I said, I encourage people, if they have like a product or something that could help others to just uh, bring it to light, you know, I, I'm very open about that. No, that's great. I appreciate that about marketing others, you know, this is, this is what the platform is about. It's, a, it's about not just hearing my voice and hearing my journey, but I want to hear other people's journeys. And, and if they have other things to share, you know, resources or knowledge, you know, I, I encourage that. So. Well, that, that, that was the same. That's how I got, I, you know, I, I, I was doing martial arts. And I learned kickboxing and then friend of mine whipped my butt with jujitsu and so I learned more and then then my back's hurting so I, I went I find like talking to your people like yourself and and I, I, it when we share stuff we we expand and get better and better so yeah I, I thank you for this opportunity yeah you're welcome I I, th- I I thank you for being on and and um and this this episode uh I would I'm actually going to publish it on like iTunes Spotify every major podcasting outlet and i i thank doug for being here today to for sharing his knowledge and his expertise and i wish him nothing but the best for the future what the future holds for him so th- thank you so much doug i really appreciate it oh thanks for having me david it's big work getting up saturday morning just to hear you oh yeah and i'm like i always like i always tell people um i typically have this saying called if I can do it, so can you, but I typically modify it when I have guests. So I typically say, 
if we can do it, so can you. You know, there's there's no excuse. Lead by example, buddy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let me 